0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're flushed and the cat's pregnant. <laughs> oh. Oh, I heard of dreadlocks, but shitlocks? Oh. <laughs> That's not your hair. Take that pile of shit off your hair, you crazy. Hit me in the chest with that. Oh, Ooh, fire. I'd kill you. Yeah? From what I hear, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a fucking boat. Maybe you can tell us who first suggested the idea of reproduction without sex. Um...
1: Your wife? (laughs) Oh, this is the worst-looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. Hey, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? Hey, does this suit make me look fat?
3: No, no, no. Your face does. When they bleached your hair, they must have bleached your
2: brains, too. Oh, poo.
1: Two spades, jack of diamonds, jack of clubs.
0: Why have you disturbed our sleep? Awakened us from our ancient slumber. You are by, no alibi. Say goodbye, bye. Don't ask why, why. I might die, die. You either fly, fly, or you fry, fry. Every try, try, you always lie, lie. Every female, every guy, guy. Don't try to escape and get high, high Maybe for a minute, not even a second Roll that blunt while you you're blessings. Rolled outside and pointed my weapon Like eazy e on ruthless records Just like I thought the food kept stepping Smell like shit from shit I stepped in Look in the mirror and pointed my weapon You so soft you won't do nothing Wanna be starting something Got to be starting something Wants to be starting something Got to be starting something Get low and take you under Hang high and make it over Shoot yourself in the middle When the pain is thunder No, no, fuck that shit Smoke a blunt, it's the best I get I live my life with no regrets And so I'm stuck with the pain In my life with no regrets And I'm stuck with the shame That's paranoia for ya Paranoia that I didn't get over That's paranoia for ya That's why you're drunk, not
1: sober That's paranoia for ya At home on the other side well, she ain't never heard such singing as that. So she got a little bit closer, and he began to wave his arms. Come to freedom. Come to freedom, one and all. Well, she started thinking he was a little bit touched because she looked around and didn't see nobody. But sure enough, soon enough, here come people creeping from the bush, walking slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe I'm gonna testify this morning. Lord, 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 freedom is my birthright. Well, I'm gonna come to the arbor and serve the Lord. Well, she got tears in her eyes because she sure ain't never heard that before.
3: By the way, no questions, were off limits.
1: July 28th.
3: Yes, a day to remember.
1: How did that day start?
3: Uh, much like any other day, I went to work, you know, saw a bunch of people, had a screening, met with a friend of mine, he screened his film for me. And then what? Well, of course, uh, I guess I must have been a little overwrought. So, and that's what happens, too much pressure, too much work. You, uh, uh, you do things uh, that go against good judgment. So, that's it. A few drinks later, and I was in the back of a police car wailing, so...
1: A few drinks later, do you know how many?
3: No, I don't. But I know it was tequila. Mm.
1: How long had you been drinking again? A couple months.
3: Years go by, you're fine. And then all of a sudden, in a heartbeat, an instant, on an impulse. Speaker, please. Uh, hold on one no, okay. Officer. <laughs> Raymond Lyman. Thank you. What's your last name, Raymond? Raymond Lyman. Um, I, uh, I want to talk about uh, what happened last week and uh, how I, I didn't like the way uh, the way the council did to Bob Bolas. I thought it was atrocious. I mean, you had students from the high school and you had students from the college. And I thought that was disgusting to show <laughs> To show students like that, politicians do stuff like that in front of. To do stuff like that, that made me sick. I mean, you were supposed to to be respected in office by.
1: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You
0: can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you
3: feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: What up, what up? This is Marlon, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. Back like I never left. Fast Fast as a statue. Being nosy of my business, what up, Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Nation? Are you not entertained? If you like this episode anyways, please donate, or better yet, leave a five star review, true story. This is Sherlock Homeboy, the podcast, as we finish up. Prosecutors closing an argument in the Lloyd Vallow Day Bell case. My allergies is messing with me. And I'm not having a good time. This is perceived justice, but let's get our pound of flesh.
3: Lori. On lollytimeforever at gmail.com. 825 2019. She's searching wedding bands made of malachite. Tammy's not dead yet. She's, they've gotten rid of Charles, but Tammy is still alive and she's already searching for wedding rings. 930 2019. A couple of days before Brandon Boudreaux was shot at from the back of a Jeep Wrangler. How to take the back seat out of my Jeep Wrangler. October 22nd, 2019 The day that Tammy Daybell is being buried What is Lori doing? She's looking up wedding dresses Wedding dresses in Kauai Her boyfriend's wife is being buried that day And she's already looking for wedding dresses Let's talk about Tammy Daybell's phone and the text that was recovered from that phone. September 9th, 2019, at 1153 a.m., Chad Daybell places himself in his own backyard and he says, well, to Tammy, well, I've had an interesting morning. I felt I should burn all of the loom debris by the fire pit before it got too soaked by the coming storms. While I did so, I spotted a big raccoon along the fence. I hurried and got my gun, and he was still walking along. I got close enough that one shot did the trick. He is now in our pet cemetery. Fun times. This text is where Chad Daybell told us where to locate Ty Ryan. This text is where Chad Daybell told that us... That almost bur- sounds
2: like, uh, that's your ass, Mr. Postman, Mr. Chad. But that almost sounds like he's the one who, who burnt Tyly,
3: Burnt her limbs. This text was further suspicious. Raccoons in daylight. It's not impossible, but they're nocturnal. And then he buries it in his pet cemetery. You saw the satellite footage of later in the day of September 9th. The disturbance in the ground near the pet cemetery. The day after Tylee Ryan is last seen in Yellowstone National Park. She's never seen again. But she turned up in that pet cemetery, that Chad Daybell was talking about, that day. He told law enforcement where to find her.
2: Are you hey, looking hey, for hey, any way to view... Why, why did it take so long? This is perceived justice. Even though she's guilty, it's still perceived justice. They do a better job in the black community. <laughs> yes they do. They do uh what's that this dumbass uh don't call names man. I'm saying they're hitting so many people with conspiracy all around the United States, it makes your head spin. They get up to Idaho and they forget, but they double down on somebody they already have. They already have Lori's ass. They knew it. The, the Tammy conspiracy charge is grandstanding. How about use that card on somebody you don't have? How about see how can you bring down the cult and label it a conspiracy and turn half your uh, witnesses into inmates?
3: How about that shit? There are patterns that emerge through the digital evidence and through these iCloud accounts about Chad and Lori's affair, you've read and you'll have back in deliberations, the James and Elena story, their future together. This was all a plan. Like I said at the beginning, a plan for them to be together without obstacles. Obstacles is the word they used. You learn about the relationship between Chad. Hey,
2: And since they want to,
3: they just making up, like I
2: told you what I learned through this trial, the, uh, the prosecution they don't have the truth they're not trying to come up with a truth they are trying to come up with a story to convince the jury that you're guilty and that's a disconnect they're not they're not really trying to figure out the truth they figuring out a story to tell the jury to so you'd be guilty so that's a disconnect it's a lot easier so so if they can do that i got one for you like i said they're not trying to uh Tell you the truth. They're trying to tell you a story. To make you say they're guilty. Well I got one for you. I can play that game. Based upon their faith. The Mormon faith. Multiple wives. It's it, it's, it's a more than a thing. It's where you would say. Somebody adding on extra doctrines is going. And it's more of a traditional Mormon. So. Everybody who else plays these games. But don't kill people. They end up with multiple wives. That's a thing. And I could use their little church that they was talking about to call their family. And then it shines light on how Chad Daybell had multiple females working on his behalf to conspire to make that happen. So Melly Gibbs was a future wife. That bitch from Missouri flying everywhere, flying to Hawaii, flying future wife Gilbert something probably was going to happen to the dude and she was a future wife Julie Rhodes was a disgruntled future wife because she was Queen B she's a disgruntled future wife who still was communicating making it possible for her to still be a future wife one day take them bitches down Lori, Melanie Boudreau was acting as in a child of the family who looked at uh, Chad instantly as a father figure and Lori as a mother figure when she wasn't neither of those things. Neither was Chad. So if you want to paint a story to, to, to bring somebody down where you're not focused on the exact truth, I got a story for you that bring that will have at least six more people behind bars, and will have the the crooked ass jury agreeing with me. Because if the jury can agree can say that uh, uh, Laurie is guilty of conspiracy on Tammy, oh, I got a polygamist story to tell you, of how they all all their man was actually Chad, and was in the slow process. Of becoming one happy family,
3: and Alex, and how Lori is the conduit. I have a story for you where where where
2: Melanie Gibbs was romantic, romantically involved with Chad first, and introduced Lori to Chad, and still didn't bother her, and still was still having a, a private relationship with Chad. I can prove that, Lori, that Julie Rose was still having a private relationship with Chad. I can prove that that bitch from Missouri was having a private relationship with Chad. When I say private, continue, continuous communications only them two know about.
3: Of information to Alex. How he does, Alex does what Lori tells him. The plan to remove obstacles, and those obstacles are Tylee Ryan, J.J. Vallow, and their spouses, Charles Vallow and Tammy Davell. And you also start seeing the need for money, how this revolves around money. I'm going to remind you about Colby Ryan's testimony, her son's own testimony. You mean the son that stopped communicating with uh, Charles' family, his brothers and sisters, after uh, Lori killed uh, Charles? Okay, continue. That every two to three months, Lori would tell him, we're out of money. So it was a concern for her. In terms of the digital evidence, one of the overt acts is that on September 9th, Alex Cox went to Lori's apartment. You see here, September 9th, from 2.42 a.m. in the morning, 3 37 a.m. in the morning he goes Alex Cox goes to Lori's apartment why is that significant September 8th the last known sighting of Tidy Ryan September 9th uh, donations from
2: Sherlock nation at the gas station of this operation for mini state subscription paywall free and to keep commercials at a minimum while helping me stay independent and focused, my address, PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App is in the information box. Leaving a five-star review will help just as much. I do a little manual labor, and I'm itching, man. Leaving a five-star review will help just as much. It takes a village to raise an independent podcast.
3: The only way I could fail is from lack of support. She's buried in Chad Daybell's backyard. That morning, there's a phone call between Chad Davell and Alex Cox it's a 3 minute phone call at 8:11 a.m. by 8:49 Alex Cox is moving we can track him by his phone and at 9:15 he's just south of Chad Davell's residence
2: hey listen to his closing arguments i'll take it a step further if she get convicted of murder, uh, as they explained the conspiracy in the closing argument, that jury was biased. So out of let's see, out of five charges, she should be found innocent on three of them. By way of the closing argument, they are very lucky I'm not on that jury because I would have been fair. I was like, you can listen to the closing argument. She conspired to get J.J. and Tyler killed because in the closing argument, they tell you how it was done and that didn't involve Lori. Bing-bang, uh, she's not guilty on
3: three of the five charges. These are the hits on GPS on Alex's phone on September 9th. From nine twenty one to ten fifty seven. Here's the burn pit that Tyree was burned in. Do you suffer from anxiety?
2: Oh, uh, so no, that's the fool, free- man. I saw the commercial so much, I want some. I got like this thing, you got what? Damn. Let's see.
3: Shit, I'm fucking up. Here's Alex's GPS hits right by where Tylee's buried. Feet away. Another hit at the gate coming in. Again. Within the same time frame as the text from Chad to Tammy about the raccoon. An overt act taken to further the conspiracy of the murder of Tylee Ryan and to keep stealing her money. At 1147, Alex is just north of Chad Daybell's residence and heading south. They've done the deed. They've burnt Tylee they dismembered her and they buried her. And then that, that, that same day, phone calls. You you saw the full cast report and you have it to go and I encourage you in deliberations to go look at it. Chad calls Lori for three minutes at eleven forty five as Alex is leaving. September twenty third. Before we look at this, let's.
2: I talk. got some we I got some e and I don't care, air, cause this ain't just a, hey, hey yeah. I got a trick up. This is not justice. Hey, everybody, everybody happy? To come get your power flash. Yeah, she guilty as shit, but I, I can't look at the process. Why? Cause that could be you up there. Most importantly, that could be me up there. I can't. i been knew Lori was guilty. I can't look at justice. This is not justice. This is per, a perception of justice. They didn't even do a good job. Fuck around. Fuck around and give uh, Chad Daybell a, uh, a fair uh, jury. He might get off. No, he's not. But I'm just saying, this is not justice. If she's not acquitted of uh, three of the five charges, why? Because I paid the fuck attention. They're telling me how it was a conspiracy. They're telling me how she wasn't at the burial site. They're telling me what Alex did to uh, J.J. and Tally. They're telling me what uh, uh, Charles uh, uh, was in cahoots with Alex. They're telling me where the body was buried. And they never once told me that Lori ever was at uh, Chad's house, let alone in the backyard. And they tell me death things that happened to Tally and J.J. by way of Alex. that means if you're paying attention she probably did actually do the killings which means she didn't murder anybody which means she is guilty as hell of conspiring to commit murder if if she would have handed somebody fifty thousand dollars instead of giving her brother some pussy every once in a while if she would have handed somebody fifty thousand dollars and they went out and killed. J.J. and Tylee she conspired that didn't charge her with murder would be a misjustice and, I, and I'm saying and my allergies are bothering me and I'm kind of pissed because I bet you Lori was guilty but me following how the court that jury was crooked the the system failed what? Yeah, bro, the system failed. Them was some lying-ass motherfuckers. Them with them some lying-ass juries right there. If she don't get th- the jury's live, they, they, they was biased. They had preconceived guilt on their heart. Or they're just dumb as shit and could not pay attention to the fucking trial. And all it did is t- all it would take is one person paying attention for justice. And it didn't happen. And if it did, email me, tell me. Tell me how Lord Vallo is guilty of murdering Tyree. As they tell you Alex did it.
3: Don't at me. Talk about the testimony you heard about September twenty third. Melanie Gibb and David Warwick spent the weekend of September twenty second and twenty third with Lori Vallow in her apartment conspiracy. Melanie tells excuse me Lori tells Melanie. Oh I love it. I love the Freudian slip. Man that's my
2: favorite. I love the Freudian slip of Melanie and Lori and this is what the third time it happened. I think I think uh, Miss Blake called Melanie the convict. She called her a convict or some shit. Uh, uh, the the defendant. I think they called. she called Zulema the defendant. This this dude, throwing and slip during the closing the argument, proved my, man, hey, people think, I think I'm crazy. But still, people think I'm, I'm, I'll be under something, man. I'm saying this, as following what justice is, Melanie did something wrong. And I know you guys know why. Because they hit, they hit Lori with conspiracy. Like, are you pissing, up? are you kidding me? You hit Lori with conspiracy. Lori, put it this way. We got Lori's ass. Hit her with conspiracy with JJ and Ty. We got her. She ain't going nowhere. So quit acting like you're doing something. Quit acting like you're doing something. Bring Chad Daybell bitch-ass daughter in here. And let's look at her text. Let's look at her Google. See, can we hit her with conspiracy? She was a little too cool with the murder of her mom. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's see can we give grandma a heart attack through the process of justice? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I you should have made bitch ass Melanie Gibbs fold like a cheap tit and take a two year plea to testify. Bitch, we charge you conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah, it's twenty five years. So I tell you one thing, you wanna take this deal for five and testify, bitch? Zulema, conspiracy. Conspiracy and murder. We got you with murder on Alex. We got you conspiracy to commit murder on Alex. We got you conspiracy to keep murder on uh, Tammy. We got you conspiracy to commit murder on... Uh, yeah, I know how they do it. I got to tell them how to stack up charges. I know how they do it. Hey, Zulema, take these four conspiracy... Charges commit murder and a murder charge on Alex, or do you want to take these four years and testify? And I'm telling you, them bitches would be in orange giving us the same thing. Them bitches would have took that deal. Why? Because they know they're guilty. JJ is a... Zulema so walked into the police department and came up with a weird ass story while her DNA is on a tarp. Them kids were found wrapped up in them. She, she's guilty. She's married to Alex. She's at Walmart the whole time Alex is dying in the bathroom and had her son call. It still didn't make in time to see the police. As Alex dies on her bathroom floor. She comes into the police department, makes up a story out of nowhere of on their honeymoon. Alex went and got a tarp. She laid naked on it. That's a, that's a, oh, that's why her DNA is, is on the tarp. uh, JJ is tightly wrapped in. Oh, that's why. Oh, she already explained that in a police interview. She said during her honeymoon, Alex went and got a tarp and she laid on her neck to get a massage. Duh, she's not guilty. That's where her DNA come from. That's a nervous bitch at home thinking how she can get caught. That's what it is. You know it, man. That's a nervous bitch trying to explain something away before she has to.
3: The zombie. He's acting totally different, using a religious belief to justify his death and over
2: that. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I got that bitch ass, that that and ass cop out there in, in uh, Arizona not doing her job, bending over showing her thorn, thong every 15 minutes. If I saw her thong four times, what do you think the average cop that worked at her precinct saw her thong? Bitch, get your priorities right and pull your damn pants up and quit showing your thong. Stupid ass cop bitch. Why are you going? Because she didn't do her job. She's too busy showing ass. She's a fucking cop wearing a black fucking thong that I saw at least four times. You think you think that happens on accident? That bitch got a black thong on that shows every time she bent over. The same bitch who walked. Walked uh, Lori and walk Lori and Tali up out of there. That's that Spider-Man shit. That's that Spider-Man with a thong showing. She let them go and it cost people their lives. She too busy trying to show hip ass. You know the little ass that's so high is like hip ass, pre-ass. She too busy showing the thong and hip ass to do her job. And if you don't know who I'm talking to, go do your research of the of the interrog not interrogations I was not interrogations the interview of of when they murdered Charles and cold blood, and you see a bitch thong showing during the interviews. How many fellow cops fucked her? In reality, in reality, that thong showing cop. Mmm. Four. Four and impossible. She's been fucked four times by co-workers. And she's married.
3: On the morning of the 23rd, David Warwick inquires of Lori, where's JJ? She tells him that he's been climbing up the cabinets and the refrigerator. So she sent him with Alex Cox. An overt act. Alex Cox took possession and custody of J.J. that morning. We can see from 9.01 to 9.41, Alex is in his apartment on September 23rd. There's a phone call, a 38-second phone call from Chad Daybell to Alex Cox that morning. 38 seconds at
2: 925. By 945, Oh, hour- man, I hope somebody, I hope in the Hail Mary, in a long shot, like winning the lottery, somebody can call, uh, somebody likes my podcast and been listening the whole time, and they want to produce with a budget. There is no heroes in this movie, my mental movie of this case oh my god that would you know what you know what i would sign up right now to to take up all my time for the next two years and that if if they had the budget to do it right i would be okay with not making a dime that the produce the movie in my head there is no heroes in this movie oh man and of course i probably end up writing a book about this shit i'm a Felt author, but it's not the same. I want to produce this movie. There is no heroes in this movie, and I'm telling you, I guarantee you this: it will be the best true crime movie of all time. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm. It' gonna be. Uh, I don't. What's what's uh what's that? What they all blue and shit? It, it' gonna be the avatar of true crime. I'm telling you, man, cause cause there's no heroes in this movie. I haven't saw a movie like this. The only movie I saw like this is the movie in my head. There's no hero in this movie and this this shit is so dark it's so twisted that there's no movie, let alone um a, a movie based upon true events true events as I see it. Don't at, me. don't at me. I think they say that like don't don't say that to me I don't know. that sounds kind of hard, but corny don't at me. I'm telling you. I put this out in the in the universe. I don't care if you fuck me on the on the on the business side. We need to get this movie done i'm willing I'm willing to take a loss financially on uh, you guys fucking me off fucking me over on my concept and not even give me credit as executive producer or anything no producer credits if you guys would just listen and do the fucking movie like I tell you. that movie is the best true crime movie of all time man cause when them credits roll from, from the rooter to the tutor when you leave that theater it won't be one person connected to this case that you will feel good about that one person and I'm gonna be so thorough Mr. Woods Oh, you're definitely in the movie, taping Lord Vallow talking to her lawyer. You're definitely in the movie, corrupting witnesses. There is no heroes in this movie, man. We need to get it done. I'm putting the shit out to the universe. Somebody, we're six degrees of separation from some a, a director, and a budget in the movie. Somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody works at Lifetime. This would be the biggest Lifetime movie of all time. I'm telling you, if they just will listen. They just will listen. And I guarantee you one thing, I guarantee you one thing, there won't be one person directly connected to this case that will be happy with me.
3: It won't be one. Alex is again on his way to Chad Daybell's house. This time... And I know how to get around it. I know how to get around it. We ain't getting
2: sued. Tell them they don't have to worry about being sued. How are you going to get around it? Well, we're just going to tell the truth. We're going to tell it through the eyes of me perceiving it, following the case. through the. So that's, it's going to be a true story based upon true events. But all it's going to be is based upon how I perceive those true events. Based upon how Sherlock Holmes perceived the true events of Lloyd Vallow and Chad Daybell. And it's gonna be one for the record books, buddy. It's good. Even the damn dog is evil. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, oh man, man. I took grandma, uh, grandma Velo. Shit, grandma. Her pussy spawned all the evil. Like, like as a pussy wait. She gonna be the first person in history to be deemed having an evil pussy. The the the, the movie gonna start with a close-up of her hairy ass pussy with her legs up. Sixty years ago. <laughs> Shut up, man. Don't ruin it. I am that's not oh, I'm just joking. That's not I was it gonna begin with with Lori Mallow's mama getting fucked in the back of a trailer being pulled by a Greyhound bus that's on the back of a uh, tow truck. What? The movie gonna begin with Lori Vallo mama getting fucked. In the pickup truck on the back of a greyhound being pulled by a, a <laughs> semi truck, is on the back of a pickup truck that's being towed by a tow truck. It's not gonna. It's gonna be a. Shut up! Quit being stupid. Do you look commercial, man? People, no, that's not it, man. I'm sorry. I got this movie. I got it. You're scaring people off. No, it's, it's gonna be more, uh, more detailed than that. It's not gonna be stupid. <laughs> think straight. My allergies messing up. I'm into the shit, man. I'm pissed off. This little parade of justice, fake ass justice. Everybody happy? Got you got your pound of flesh. This ain't justice. It's the perceived justice. Well, I'm, supposed to be, I'm supposed to be reading something right now. That well, you can do it. Uh, if you want to support me and find out what makes me take, please check out my autobiography, "The Eda Camarlon: The Court of the Individual." by Marlon and the 7th everywhere books are available amazon.com walmart.com and i got i got some hey hey judge you think you, you think that little stunt you pulled to uh hide the cameras yeah yeah that that was some bitch ass coward ass shit there is no heroes in this movie that's some bitch ass shit and
3: with jj vallo in tow September 23rd Here's Alex's phone. Mere feet from where JJ was buried. Last known sighting of JJ. Sick. What about our oh boy Nate?
2: Are you gonna make? Are you gonna make Nate? Nate ain't bad. Okay, I will tell you one thing about it. this. What? It, there is no heroes in the movie. You ever saw? uh... What's that movie? What's that slasher movie back? You ever saw like Scream? You know the little dorky cop. Trust me, that. Yep, that's gonna that's gonna be Nate. You no, know that 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 guy who was like Goofy, he was like, that's gonna be Nate. That's gonna be, he earned that too. I'm gonna go, yep, yep. I'm gonna yep. Why? Why? Why he's gonna be he's gonna be like yeah? Why? Why? Because he didn't show enough teeth. He he been rubbing elbows, playing things off a little too much. So I'm gonna make him a little aloof. I'm gonna make him just. I'm gonna make him pure hearted, but aloof. Not enough teeth. So, so he won't classify as a good guy, but he won't have enough teeth. He won't classify as a bad guy, but he won't have enough teeth in the process to be considered the hero. He will just be, for all intents and purposes, the public face of the news.
3: September 22nd, he was never seen again. No matter how many tips the police followed up on, they never found him. They never found Tylee until they found him here, where Alex's phone was was being hit by GPS. He shows up. The first is at 9.55. At 10.12, he appears to be leaving on a Wi-Fi hit. So about 17 minutes.
2: The closest person to, uh, well, who's going to be... There's no in the movie I get that but who is the closest thing who is not going to be done that bad Kate Wilcock. She's going to be a little naive especially when she's holding hands with Kobe Once you see what I do to Kobe you're going to know You're going to know that she's a little naive once I once I uh tell the world how I feel Kobe and his his involvement and his mind state with the death of Charles, it's gonna get you gonna want to throw up when he's holding uh, Kate Woodcock there. You can take that to the bank. There is no heroes in this movie.
3: That grave was not dug in seventeen minutes.
2: Who's gonna really gonna look like a big asshole? And I can't help it; it's just the movie. Larry Wilcox gonna look like an asshole, a grandstanding asshole. He's not going to be seen a lot. He's going to be seen at the beginning and the end. And the end going to make you turn on him like, like Tina Turner's skirt, high off cocaine on the second song.
3: Rolling down the river. That grave was too precise. It was too well prepared. This was planned. This was premeditated murder. Lori encouraged it. She ate it. She handed her boy off to Alex Cox, and then Alex Cox, 10 ten twelve, heads back south to Rexburg. And the only two people I can see, uh, I'm gonna
2: make, I, I'm even gonna make Tammy a little naive. But she considered the only, and I, I, spoiler alert, there's only two victims: JJ and uh, Tammy completely. And I'm gonna make Tammy a little naive. Uh. Uh this movie gonna be shoo, shoo. get the word out. we need funding for the movie there's no heroes in this movie. Get the word out we gotta make this movie y'all all they gotta do is for all intents and purposes, all they got to do is document my true life perception of the true life events, and we're- co- we're covered we're covered. Worst case scenario, they can come at me for defamation, and I can say "fuck you, sit and spin." Now I get to look at everything in your life, and I don't got no money
3: for you to sue me, anyways. There's a lot of electronic devices in this case. You've heard about a lot of electronic devices. This one is significant. Chad Daybell on October 9th activates a new phone. In a in a text to Lori from his old phone number, his normal phone number, he says, "I will call right now from a four hundred one number." That was. What about yourself? It's going to be based. I, you're not going to see me. You're only going to see me
2: at a little bit. But I tell you one thing: I'm not going to look that good in the movie either. Why? I'm going to be a guy getting famous off, off the story. And not giving a fuck. And just keep on pressing the bar. Yeah, bitch, yeah. Keep on moving the bar higher and higher and higher and unacceptable. Because it's going to be my story. So my story is going to be wild. Off, and I'm going to build up. I'm going to act like I'm actually getting famous off this shit. And and keep on throwing hot sauce and more hot sauce and more hot sauce and more hot sauce on the story. Well, tell the truth. Got, got lost in the story. I'm even going to run scenarios. This story's off the chain. What you mean, run c- scenarios? I'm going to tell story through the story of my perception. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a scene where Alex and Lori have sex. Then we am gonna roll the this, this scene again and just make it sexually inappropriate. Oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. It's a doozy. There is no heroes in this movie at 1026. Oops, went the wrong way. Actually, if you guys want to know the truth without the house sauce, I'm going to make, make uh, There's No Heroes in this movie. At a young flashback of age, I'm going to have Alex taking advantage of Lori sexually and then throughout time she reverses the power dynamic of their relationship and makes Alex a pawn in her life based on the flipping of the dynamic of their relationship based upon sexuality.
3: Don't at me. 1027. He's calling from the the new 401 number. Let's
2: talk about... If you don't think I'm making Alex in love with Lori in an inappropriate way and if you don't think I'm making Alex and Lori's in a relationship inappropriate you're tripping you're tripping I can prove why you're tripping you know what my theory is don't you my theory is if they got away with this stuff uh, Chad was next to die if so somebody the death picked up Chad was next even if it took five years so so if you don't think I'm making the the strongest bond between Laurie and Alex you're not paying attention they was together the longest he went to jail threatened the husband before Charles trying to kidnap him before Charles so if you don't think playing this out that Chad more than likely would have been the next to die even if it was years down the road and if they stopped you would see Laurie and in, 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 uh, Alex living on Chad estate
3: the digital evidence on October 9th the day Tammy was shot at. Alex from 12 to 1:23 p.m. he's at his sister's house. You saw the evidence. He goes to Sportsman's Warehouse. You saw what he bought, the black mask, the mittens, the black pants.
2: So so they do a good job of showing the conspiracy. This is not justice if the jury turn around and hit uh Laurie with murder. It's almost laughable. it's almost call it calls society out like we're here for justice, right? but what is justice if that jury is crooked what is is it justice when they they don't they don't do the right thing? Is it justice if they lie? is that now now should we punish them? so since we out for a pound of flesh for justice, this means so much. What is the penalty for them not being fair? Isn't that a crime? So mathematically, if they're explaining how other people killed these people, and you got to go off the evidence that they're giving you, and they're giving you a story where other people killed these people, if you then convict them of murder... Can we convict the jury of conspiracy to commit murder as in throwing away Lori Vallow's life? Because she was guilty of conspiracy, but clearly how the prosecution telling you, how can you convict her of murder?
3: That afternoon, this is one of the overt acts. He goes up and travels by Chad Daybell's residence you can follow his phone as he scopes out the property again
2: hey, hey Cody I'm just thinking about my movie there's no heroes in this movie hey I'm just sending out a shout-out I'm putting it together in my mind I it, it played so many times in my head I got like take 20 editions and combine them so I just wanna say uh, hey Kobe don't worry about it we're gonna get that rape scene we won't get that rape scene with you and your wife during the middle of this whole process. Don't worry i'm gonna let it be known that she she's gonna come back and uh uh re- what they call it when they take back their story It's not repent it's not this is something she did i'm gonna be i i'm gonna be fair I'm, I'm so i'm gonna include you raping your wife and she's pressing charges on you, but I will have her little fat ass go back down there and get you out recant the story. Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm going to be fair. And then... Hey, guys, he uh, Lori's other brother. I'm definitely going to add in you supposed to be meeting Charles there. You fly in, he fly in. You, you you drive out of state, he get murdered. Don't worry, I got you too, buddy. I passed it.
3: And then you remember seeing the evidence at his, his phone that night. Stayed at his apartment. Here's some of the and, uh, uh
2: Larry Woodcock? Sorry, buddy. You're going to look like an asshole walking into that courthouse playing We Will Rock You. As Kate Woodcock leave you 15 feet behind, go in there, and you're surrounded by cameras pointing and say, We Will Rock You. It sounds good. I'm going to add it, but you're going to look like an asshole because at the beginning of the movie, you're the reason why J.J. couldn't stay there. Yeah, it's a tough one, buddy. It's a tough one. It's a tough. One. You're going to look like a pure asshole
3: towards the end of this movie. Data from that day. Six texts between Chad and Lori. Between 528 and 703. Between 713 and 843, 15 texts between alex and chad again ask yourself what ties alex to chad lori Val
2: hey i'm just sending shout outs because this movie's coming together in my head hey melanie boudreaux hey i got you i i i, I got you the scene where you fuck the brains out of ian after just meeting them in the bar when i have you go find the lane and fuck the shit out of them it's gonna be classic. It's going it, You you probably gonna be the closest thing to a sex symbol, because I'm gonna have you just walk, find that dumbass, fuck the shit out of him, and hide behind his name. So so you probably gonna be the only one that don't don't really care that much, because you're you're gonna be you're gonna be fine, and you're gonna be the only thing you're gonna you're gonna be. She's gonna be a bitch. She is gonna be a bitch. She's gonna to try to get in on a murder. Say, hey, since you have an Alex murder everybody, get him to murder my husband. She's gonna be a uh, lawyer training But the way she walks and find a dumbass that just fucks the shit out of him and takes all his takes his whole life and hide behind it, shit, she's gonna be like a superwoman. <clears throat> it's not easy to find a guy in forty eight hours, give him some pussy, and he marries you and go to trial we take the stand on the in a conspiracy of people around you die and you go out of town while he's testifying. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. what Melby Boudreau pulled off is scary. Do you understand? She went and found a loser asshole, gave him some pussy, got pregnant, married married her, fast forward, he's at trial testifying and she don't testify, and she leaves the state while while he's still there.
3: I was seriously interested. The, the
2: good part about it, though, Ian, uh, she probably can't kill you because it's, it's it's too hot. But she'd divorce the shit out of you.
3: You remember Zulema Pastana's testimony that night about that night she hears Lori get off of a phone call and angrily proclaim he can't do anything right because he failed he failed when he tried to kill Tammy that night October 18th the night of the successful murder between 10.05pm and 10.07 Alex Cox is traveling north ten oh seven to ten forty five, his phone is tracked at the Salem Church. This is just approximately two point five miles south of Chad Daybell's house. This is the night Tammy dies. This is the night Tammy was murdered. And you see some of the digital activity. 10 text messages between Alex and Chad between 10.23 and 10.54. They're they trying to
2: say Alex killed Tammy
3: too. 11.28, an image is deleted off of Tammy's phone. 11.34 to 11.35, Chad sends two texts to Lori. 11.46, Alex leaves the parking lot. 11.53 to 12.09, Alex calls Lori. Remember where Lori is, she's in Hawaii on purpose, not a coincidence. And here's that call from Alex to Lori. And here's her receiving it in Hawaii. Let's talk about the crime scene, Chad Daybell's residence.
2: I'm not sure Alex killed uh Tammy. He might have been part of the structured plan to kill Tammy. Maybe he'll be on deck to come shoot somebody if he had to. But uh I'm not sure. Sure
3: is this who coming through?
2: I tell you how they See, fucked up a little bit. Here's how they fucked up a little bit based upon that in the upset, even though the trial haven't happened yet, it's gonna be hard to hit uh Chad Daybell with murder too. yeah, I think we're going based upon how they put uh Alex into the mix, I can't well, I gotta wait for the trial, but it seems like that's too that's too, that's a killer too close. For me to say he he killed Tammy, but depending on how they break it down, uh, he got a conspiracy to commit murder on Tammy. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, donations from yeah, that means I can't even say uh, Chad Daybell killed uh, Tammy. Uh, donations from the Sherlock Nation is a gas station. This operation. For me, stay subscription to paywall free and keep commercials at a minimum while helping me stay independent and focused. My address, PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App is in the information box. Leaving a five star review will help just as much. It takes a village to raise an independent podcast. The only way I can fail is from lack of support. We're almost out of here. I just thought about something. And you know it's so I'm gonna use their story and show how this is just uh perception of justice to make people happy, keep the church name out of it. This, let this be a warning. So on and so on, but you know what's ironic about this case now that they say that, and my brain is working here's the most ironic thing about this case, as I sit and think about all the death connected to this case, other than the official Alex shooting uh Charles, there's only one scenario in where there's only there's not multiple. Options starting with this one that they, they, they brought up Alex's name at the premises and all that. So either Alex or Chad Daybell could have killed Tammy. When you look at Tylee, either Lori or most likely Alex could have killed, most likely kind of leaning towards Alex. Then you look at JJ, it could have been Alex in reality, it could have been Alex. Or Lori. And as they doing this justice, putting this story together, uh, especially when you look at the timing, they're doing a good job timing this shit up together, making it look on purpose. Here's the ironic thing. There's only one person who could have killed Alex. Zulema and no she's not even being charged not, they put the story together where you know Alex got killed or killed to sell they didn't do no grand jury get her text and I'm saying how ironic that if Alex was killed only one person killed him only one person
3: this is it You have all the pictures of this exhibit. I encourage you to take them back in deliberation and look at them. Upon discovering the raccoon text, upon reviewing Alex Cox's digital data, law enforcement serves a warrant June 9th, 2020 on Chad Daybell's residence. You remember multiple officers testifying to you i watching Chad Daybell in that front yard, sitting in his car, nervously looking over his shoulder to the location where a was buried. You heard a phone call that morning from Chad and Lori that was recorded. They're searching the property. And you can hear the fear and the guilt in both of their voices. They know what's about to happen. that crime scene. The fire pit. This is how it was found by law enforcement that day. And you heard testimony how they removed the debris. They raked it. They sifted that ground and they found pieces of Tylee Ryan in that fire pit. They found this chain in that fire pit. They found this charm. Hey, when did when they
2: when did everybody go? When did everybody go to the neighbor of Chad? Did they say they went to look at some some property? The neighbor of Chad Daybell. I wonder, did they all attend like a a? Basically a bonfire of Tylee.
3: It's also located on States Exhibit 6. Being worn by Tylee Ryan. Just approximately 30 feet from that fire pit. And what's
2: the difference between. uh, Lori Vallow. asking the percentage of life between her kids and Tammy. And uh, Melanie agreeing that there was dirt.
3: And the Pet cemetery. Again, you saw satellite footage that same day of the disturbance in the ground. You saw how law enforcement, they started their search. They found a dog and a cat. They moved north. They found what they thought might be a human bone. And they continued to dig. And this is what they found. This is what was left of Tyler Ryan. Charred flesh, dismembered. I
2: don't think, I can't think of, I'm not, I'm new to this shit, but... I don't think there's no, probably no case in the history of American justice where you made it enough to be on trial for murder. Well, conspiracy is murder. So it's just a word game, but I like the difference because there's a difference. I don't think nobody walked away when the body was following their property. Yeah, he's fucked. They going to be a good one. And, uh, uh, yeah, they both, they both guilty, but... The process matters, man. When I say the process matters, that means here's a perfect example why why I, I'm saying I'm making this think about it. Say you was innocent. The process this jury did, you would be guilty. What the jury did like you see how it matters? It matters because I'm saying if they get this wrong, just trying to be right. That means they can get it wrong that mean they can get it wrong, and you hearing them explain how other people did it, so I'm not sure of the charges, but I'm saying the only thing I see hear her guilty of is two counts of conspiracy to commit murder and they can do what she never see the uh daylight again. I don't hear. How justice is supposed to go. I don't hear a conspiracy on Tammy. Because I know too much. And I'm saying. I There's so many people. I'll give you another example. Uh, that dickhead who just got caught. The Long Island. The Long Island serial killer. Right? He had a wife this whole time. It seems like. Right? If you can hit Tammy. I mean. Uh, slap you. If you can hit Lori with conspiracy to to kill Tammy, I think if I look close enough, I can lock up that Long Island wife also. If that's how you playing it, if that's how we playing it, and if you can hit Lori with conspiracy to commit Tammy, I tell you one thing, pro bono, tell the DA to call me. We can go get Julie Rhodes. We can go get turn around and get Melanie Gibbs. We can get Zulema on gang of charges. We can get Summer. Mm, what about Grandma? Grandma concealed. Grandma, uh, Tyley ran to Grandma and Grandma concealed. You know, Grandma's like a horror movie. You know how Grandma, how Grandma handled it? The innocent person ran from the chainsaw up to Grandma's house. She said, yeah, come in, come in, sweetheart. And then next thing you know, the chainsaw guy got you. And Grandma's cooking pie in the front room acting like she she ain't, she ain't, her son ain't chainsaw massacre. Yeah, Grandma is the motherfucker you run for help to. Turned out being in cahoots with the chainsaw guy. Yup. That's exactly what happened. Tally was ready to crack. Grandma stopped the information from getting out. Sent her back home, and called Lori and said, "Hey, Tommy, about to get you caught." I had to stop her from telling blah blah blah. I had to quiet her. Yeah, you know she quieted her up. Remember that little story how uh, how Cody Kobe couldn't get the story and shit. Uh, The other guy, the nephew, flew all that bullshit. Yeah, Grandma, Grandma more guilty than you think. I'm out of here, man. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, thanks for supporting the Marlon Podcast Network 12 different podcasts, two new episodes every day. Catchphrase
1: I am a Mississippi Choctaw woman. There is a river in Mississippi called Bokchito, and in the days when the British who became the Americans decided to steal our land and steal our labor, there became a dividing line in the middle of Bakhtito. On one side was the free, sovereign nation of the Choctaw, and on the other side was slavery, America. This story is about that time and how things happened to be the way they are in Turtle Island. Long time ago there was Too stupid to insult Thank you
0: Mr. Dorfman Hello 0.2 Fat, drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, son
1: Gentlemen, Ciccolini here may talk like an idiot And look like an idiot But don't let that fool you he really is an idiot.
0: He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard. A belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. My father says she's a real wart. A what? A carbuncle, a blister, a festering postural of malignant ooze. Ah, nuts! You're just like your old man. What's a plumber's daughter, always a plumber's daughter. Then an ounce of brains
3: in your whole family. You're just a woman with a small brain. With a brain a third the size
2: of us. It's science.
3: How tall are you, Private? Sir, 5 foot 9, sir!
0: 5 foot 9! I didn't know they stacked shit that high. Hey man, what's wrong with that breath? I can smell it over here! Reggie, your breath is so stink, people look forward to your five! You either fly, fly, or you fry, fry. Every try, try, you always lie, lie. Every female, every guy, guy. Don't try to escape and get high, high, high. Now I lay me down to sleep. What I did do not happen to me. It might seem like I'm rapping the beat. I pray the Lord, my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, my apologies for heaven's sake. My inner space is out of space. Too bad it went down this way. Run DMC then walk this way. Still with the heaven on the hip-hop beat. Staring at heaven, even if I sleep. Wake up from death seven days a week. Consciousness is continuously. All I know is eternity. To be or not to be, the beat is feeling kind of deep to me. Is it you? It speak to me. Voices in my head play a symphony. Bach, Miss Twitch, Tupac, Beethoven. I stay smoking. I'm really trying quick, but I stay smoking. I really want to hit, but I stay hoping. If they seem the same, open. I really want to change, I hope you notice. Know Give me for my sins when I lose focus. Forgive you, I hope you're joking. Karma came back and stuck his nose in. What you chosen is the chosen.